Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Well, that's us. We're the Get Up Show, and this is the Simon Says Podcast. I think it's number 31. Correct. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Lucky so number. many we're losing count. I'm not losing count. You leave it up to me. I'll keep counting. I'll take off my shoes. It's number 31, and welcome to it. Be sure that you subscribe and like and share and all that stuff. And can you believe that the summer is nearly over? Did you do any of the stuff this summer that you thought you were going to do this summer? Well, we weren't allowed to. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, we did get it. You know what? When I got that week off, we did kind of cram a couple like small things in. We went camping, and then we went and did some tubing, but nothing to the point of what we would have liked to have done. So I will say we've done pretty much like a lot of the same things we normally do, but much more low key, like less people involved, less get togethers, things like that. Yeah, because normally you're a party animal. You're usually tearing the walls out of the place and keg standing and poking a hole in the bottom of the beer and opening the top of the beer and beer Have you been following me? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing it right if you had to ask that. Exactly. <laughs> no, a- No accidental likes here. So you know, stealthy. You know, what's funny is now my wife has gone on the rabbit hole. Ever since that camping trip, she is dying for us to get a pop-up camper. Ugh, Gross. Not necessarily. Do you say gross because you just picture like a dingy gross one or just... No, I got two words for you. Because you're sweaty and you don't have any air conditioning and you're sweaty. They do, though. They do have air conditioning, but I got two yeah, words for you. Yeah, but then you have to stay inside in that little, little, tiny little camper. How many times am I going to say you got two two words for you? What are your two words? Poop bucket. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, okay, first of all, generally we'd be staying somewhere that has a facility. I'm not going off into the woods, therefore no poop bucket needed. But if I did, I think I would definitely get one of those really cool ones that hook up onto your trailer hitch with a seat and everything. Ugh, so dude. here are my thoughts on a pop-up <laughs> camper. So, because my, I remember when I was a kid, our neighbors had one and they would sometimes pop it up when it was sitting in the driveway and we'd play in it. And I mean, the, the beds are uncomfortable and the, it's small and you can't really hang out in there or anything. If you're going to do it, go full on and get yourself a fifth wheel or something. Oh yeah. That's that's part of that life. You know, that that not being comfortable and not being able to hang out in there. That's that's part of that life. You know, it's fine if you have decent weather, but as soon as a thunderstorm pops up and it's raining cats and dogs and you've got nowhere to hide, yeah, good luck with that. Okay, real talk. 
anybody realize how much those stupid things cost? That is ridiculous. I am not well, yeah. about that lifestyle. That's I'm why I all, stay in hotel rooms. <laughs> I'm all about a mesh hut with at least a kind of a roof and an uncomfortable bed versus that. That's fine a, with me. I'm a not, mesh hut. Where are you getting? Where Where is it that you go and stay in a mesh hut? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a pop up tent is a pop up camper is basically that's all it is. It's just okay. Like, Here's my other problem with all of this. Maddie is the one with severe back problems, and he's yeah. going to sleep on some air mattress, hard little pad, whatever yeah. thing, for three or four nights in a row. You won't be able to move for a week. Uh, they're called pills. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I say. More pills, more pills. <laughs> pills make camping fun. <laughs> okay. What's, what's the worst attraction in North Carolina? You never did tell me what, what this guy deemed the worst attraction oh, yeah, in yeah, North yeah. Carolina. He So this was, for people who didn't hear it, it was like, this guy who has uh, like almost 400,000 Instagram followers, he asked everybody to tell him what their worst attraction in their state and kind of combined it. For North Carolina, they said the Charlotte Motor Speedway. What? Which, Why? It's ridiculous. I agree because, uh, A, it's super nice, and two, I, I almost don't really view that as an attraction necessarily. It's awesome, though. Every time I've ever gone there, I've had an absolute blast. I thoroughly agree. And when you compare it to like, well, I liked uh, Indiana's. Have you ever heard of Holiday World? Oh, yes. Holiday World. It started out as Santa Claus Land. Oh, and yeah. when it expanded, oh. I'm not lying. This is the It's in Santa Claus, Indiana. I've heard and of that. And you could go there in the middle of summertime and sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you wanted for Christmas. And everything was Christmas themed. But Santa's as it sweaty. expanded. Let's move it along, kids. Santa's getting a little bit moist. He was in the air conditioned building. Come on. But as it expanded, then Don't it became. Don't touch the damn thermostat, kids. I saw that. Stop it. Hey, get away from Santa's hand fan. It expanded into other holidays and became Holiday World. Hey, Easter Bunny's looking a little faint over there. Yeah, like they had a Halloween roller coaster, and I, I think it's different now, but that's what it was. Well, that's it great. That's what they hey, voted for Indiana. I think that They're giant wrong. pumpkin looks like Santa. Shut up. Listen, Santa's got multiple jobs here at Holiday World. Oh, oh, oh making some side He's a cash. Busy guy. That giant leprechaun is sweaty, and he looks like Santa, too. <laughs> I like that New Hampshire's was the old man on the mountain, and that's been gone for a while. He fell yeah, that off. Fell off. What, yeah. what was that? It that was, was just a, a rock face. It was a super. Okay, first of all, it wasn't just a rock face. It was a literal face on the side of a mountain, not like Grandfather Mountain, which oh, if you kind of look at it, it looks like a profile off in Turn the distance. Turn your head sideways and squint your no, eyes. The old man on the mountain was great. Unfortunately, the old man on the mountain was being held together by lots of wires and dreams. And one foggy, <laughs> one foggy day, there was enough moisture that when the fog rolled out, there was no man anymore. So, oh, yeah, that's real sad. He was tired. My sister called me. She was real upset. She's like, "The old man on the mountain died," and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but, yeah. He was a rock. But you know what? You should call up. You could make one, man. I mean, if it means that much to you, this friend of mine does fiberglass signs, and he's a genius with that stuff. He could he could form you guys a new old man in the mountain. And he could <laughs> he could put you like a uh, he could be smoking a cigarette and winking at you. You could wow. get like a, a He'd real be the cool, new man on the mountain. Yeah, a real cool man on the mountain. Not that old crap you had. Come on. He's got a real twirly hipster mustache now and he's, <laughs> yeah. he's on and, top oh, of his giant bike. <laughs> he's got he's got that twirled up mustache and he could even rig it up with speakers where it could go. 
Wait. So you're on board. Oh, I don't want him to be, what was that, dastardly guy? <laughs> <laughs> dastardly dad. Listen, I'm just trying to help. Uh, that's great. Well, it, it's all of those are better than the world's tallest filing cabinet in Vermont. Oh, whoa. <laughs> And then the legendary biggest ball of twine in Kansas. I think oh. we all we all beat those. But yeah, I think these people are dumb. Everyone's heard of the largest ball of twine. Have any of you ever seen it? No. Mm-mm. Me neither. Why would I? Why, why? I don't care. I think if you see a small ball of twine, it's about the same. It's, just, <laughs> it's, nah. it's just as boring, just multiplied by 50. No, you guys just don't understand the twine life. If you guys ever spend any time around a giant ball of twine, you would change that sarcastic, yeah. holier than thou tune that you got towards us oh. twine people because you don't you don't understand our life. You don't understand what it's like out here living <laughs> the, the twine life. The twine life. I kind of want to make a shirt that says twine life and it's just like you and a ball of twine looking all yeah. cool together. Like, well, like Or a ball of twine with like some cool sunglasses on. Like. When we go to our meetings at the twine club, yeah. we, at, at the beginning and the end we sing our song and it Which goes is? like this. <clears throat> I hold my pants up with a piece of twine. <laughs> Say you'll be mine and pull the twine. Oh, uh, thank oh, you. Gosh, thank oh, you. God, you know what? Thank you. I'm yes. really coming around. I didn't realize. <laughs> I got have, a song. I want to have yeah. to do some deep Googling on that. The we do the that at the life. beginning and the end at the <laughs> Twine Life Club. Is that what I said it was so called good. earlier? Mm-hmm. Twine Life Club? I'm part of the Swine Life Club. <laughs> That's much different. <laughs> Man, that sounds sweet. <laughs> I'm definitely in the wine life club. <laughs> there was an attraction back in the day on the way to the mountains um, where they had this bear that would drink Cokes and you pull over to the side of the road and that's all it was. It was like this little shack and you'd give the man $2 and he would pull a Coke out of the thing and give it to the poor bear and he would chug that Coke. Oh, and I, poor bear had so much diabetes. No, listen to this. <laughs> So I stood there for a while. I gave my $2, and then I leaned up against the fence, and I watched several people come and go and pay their $2 to give the, give the little bear a Coke. And I watched the, the guy with the Cokes, and I realized the tops weren't on the Cokes like they normally would be when you get a Coke out of the Coke machine. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's going on here? Is that really Coke? And he leaned over to me, and he said, no, it's salt water with food coloring in it. So they weren't, in fact, giving the bear so much bear diabetes. They were, you know, it was a flim-flam. Giving him high blood pressure with well, salty uh, Coke. Maybe it's more like a, <laughs> maybe it's kind of like a Gatorade, but not. Salt lick type of thing in a bottle for the bear. Okay. Yeah, but that was a roadside attraction, and it was that was the only thing going on there. Like I say, you pull over to the side of the road, yeah. it was a shack and a, a bear in a cage, and the guy gave him Cokes. That was all it was to it. So that reminds me of, we used to vacation every summer on Kentucky Lake. And somewhere along the route, and I can't tell you exactly where it was, but there was this place called Kentuck Territory. Mm. And it was a place that did, like, you know, at the uh, at Tweetsie when they do the shoot 'em up shows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did, they did things like that, where it looked like an old-timey uh, western town and they had the robbers come running out, and the sheriff came after him, and they shot him up in the middle of the road, and and that's really all I remember because I was very tiny. But I remember it was called Kentuck Territory. Isn't, isn't that isn't that sweet that 
we were taken to shoot 'em outs, uh, shoot 'em ups, and shootouts as kids. Oh yeah. And little small <laughs> children watching the bad guys die in front of us, squirming in the street. Yeah, but see I how love, we turned out. Yeah, but I love like we try to take our children there to see the shoot 'em up show and. I remember distinctly, was I with you, bro, the time where the Cowboys and the Indians at Tweetsie shared a moment over a bag of Doritos and just forgot the whole play, and that was that? <laughs> yeah. Well, but I like that better, because the kids remembered that. They remembered the Doritos, and they didn't remember, you know, death and dying and squirming no. and pain. I remember know? the death and dying. Me just, too. Just snacks. <laughs> it's great. Where, yeah. is it in North Carolina it's somewhere in the mountains. Where is it where you can go to the hill where it's like an illusion and it rolls up? Uh, like Mystery roll- Hill is right outside of Blowing Rock on the That's way to on the way to Tweetsie, man. And that is such a weird thing. I remember going there when I was a kid too, and they have I thought it was a trick. And I still don't really understand it. I think it's all a, a perception thing. That it's it's where you're standing and how you're looking at it. But what does they it would do? Ta- well, I'll tell you, they take a ball. And they've got these strings lined up inside, and it'll the ball will roll uphill on the strings, and it, it they you can hold a broom and it will like move against gravity. It goes the wrong way, like you think it ought to be going one way and it goes the other. And uh-huh. I thought, okay, this ain't right. This is fake. So I went outside and got an apple and went back in. wasn't supposed to, but I, I snuck back in the back way and put the apple on those strings. And danged if it didn't roll up the wrong way on the thing. So, oh. but it's it's really just an optical illusion. It's the way that the house is built on a slant on the hill, and it's a trick. It's like an old uh, parlor trick, but it's neat. It's really cool if you've never been. I wonder what they get to go in there now. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Do you ever? So while you're telling that story. <laughs> Have y'all ever, like, you're telling that story and I'm sitting here having this memory of being in some kind of an amusement park-ish house like that, where everything was, like, tilted and upside down and things rolled the wrong direction and stuff, and I'm like, did I really do that or am I imagining it? (laughs) Like, some of the things you did when you were little. Was this at a dead show? Oh, I've man. never been to a dead show. I was at huh. a fish show, and then a lot of that sounds familiar. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I well, you that... know what? There's there's a fun house thing that's kind of like that, where everything's yeah. off kilter that you might be thinking about. I think it was at Kane Tuck Territory. Come on, everything <laughs> didn't sure. happen at Kane Tuck Territory. It might have. I don't know. You know, for a long time, you talk about things that you may have dreamed or whatever. You're trying to remember if it yes. really happened. There was a long period of time, for some reason, I thought that I was actually on the real world. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I had a really vivid dream. And it was almost to the point where I think, I, and I'm trying to remember, I actually Googled it. Like, did that really happen? What? I know. True story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you drugged up the whole time? Look. The 90s were weird, so right. it, it could have been a blur, but I it's felt true. like I had a closer interaction with MTV than I did, but I think it was just a real vivid dream. I, well, I know it was, because if you go back and look at the cast of the real world, I don't You're see not me. There. You were never there. I, I feel like I would really know. That but is yeah. weird, man. Yeah, I know. But, but are you saying that you awake actually thought 
you you may have been on the real world walking around day to day life you thought you were on the real world yeah there was a couple of points where i'm like i really feel i remember that time when i was on the real world <laughs> that's great so, did you just watch so many episodes that it got ingrained in your head probably and then like i invented like a sub storyline or something where i was involved <laughs> not really really i guess i look it's it's one of those things that I, I it's when you were saying that that's the thing I'm like I remember that time when I was on the real world. Well, you know, there's there's a symptom of of a certain type of bipolar rapid cycling where you don't know if this is real or this is a dream, if it's a memory or if you're making it up right then. Oh, awesome. Well, let's add that to the list of all the things that I have pop up with me. No, I'm let's not see. saying that bad that, back bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> But do you think? I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to out you or anything. But do you think that that's a possibility of why why you were having that kind of uh, hallucination slash no, irrational? I think that episode? there was. A, I think it was more a period of let's just say a lot of recreational habits. Okay, I got it. And that might have filled in some holes with some other things that weren't really real. Okay. And then yeah. Well, well I forgot. Mean, yeah. I, I forgot I had auditioned for the the VJ thing, and that kind of came back. So maybe that was part of it. Huh? Right. Right. My mind is blown, man. Well, it's sort of like the vivid dreams I have about being on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> like I've watched it so many times through my whole life that those characters will pop up in my dreams as people I know. Yeah, see, huh. there you go. You were on, but. I've never but, been on the show. I'm sure of that. Yeah, but, but right. then when you wake up, <laughs> you, you wake up, you know that that's not you. You don't walk around thinking, yeah, maybe I was on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, yesterday I was, you know, hanging out with Marlena and Hope, and we were we were trying to figure out who the Salem Strangler was. <laughs> and yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, have you guys watched? Now, don't please look. I know, I know how you guys feel about me, so don't don't take it out on me. After everything I've always done, all the things. All these years, all the stuff, you know, <laughs> I don't want you to to take it out on me because of the stuff I've done. Okay. 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 Have you guys? I know how Maddie feels, but have you seen Ozark? Yes. Okay. Don't say nothing because I'm I'm watching it now and oh, it's fantastic. I've seen all of season one and I'm into season two. But the cool. thing is. I'm such a ravenous binge watcher. I don't know how people don't do that. Like Jennifer Garner the other day had a video of herself where she had just finished watching all of The Office. She just right now finished watching all of The Office and she had been watching it one episode a week with her kids. And I'm like, how the hell do you do that? No, that's crazy. Because we have lives. We're busy. (laughs) We have things to do. Yeah, but you think she doesn't. So then, hmm. therefore, she would binge. Yeah, you would think so. Like, well, w- when I get your into kids a were show, with their dad or something. When I get into a show, <laughs> I don't, I don't stop. It's it's like um, what was that? What was that one? What was that Western? Godless. Yeah, I watched all of Godless like right in a row as fast as I could, and I was like, oh, you you have to stop because you're gonna run out of show. And then I did it with Mindhunter. I watched that thing all right in a row. Well, yeah. I've I've recently come across the real downside to binging, and that is that when the new season comes on, you have no idea what happened. Mm. So, like, well, for instance, when you were talking about Godless, yeah, we watched that, but we watched it a while ago, and I forgot all about it. And you're like, yeah, and it's got the guy and the thing, and the, and I was like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Right. Oh yeah, and then I remember I was obsessed with the little kid. 
on the show, Trucky. Trucky. And and then he used to laugh because Trucky used to always get yelled at. Trucky, get in the house. No, Trucky. <laughs> like, and, and I remember you talking about Trucky, and I remember you talking about the guy carrying around his amputated arm, and I was like, yeah. you watch the weirdest crap. Oh, so stinky. It's but, such a good show. So, like, there's this new show. Well, it's not new, but it's on Amazon Prime called Homecoming, and I had already watched the first season. And so I went to go start the second season, and I start watching, and I'm like, none of this rings any bells for me. Uh-huh. Um, Actually, with Dead to Me, it came out a couple years ago, and I watched the whole first season. And before I started the second season, I watched the first season again so that I could remember what happened because I had bits and pieces, but there I didn't have the whole thing in there. We've also watched Stranger Things twice. I've never oh, seen yeah. any of that. That doesn't interest me at all. I rewatched The Umbrella Academy before the second season, and that I'm glad I did because there's a lot I didn't remember with that. Mm-hmm. But What's the I, deal on that? I keep seeing that pop up. You won't like that, I don't think. It's uh, it's, it's kind of superhero-y and stuff. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure I'll be into that. They're all emotionally damaged kind of stuff. It's a it's yeah, it's like uh dude from My Chemical Romance the band and another guy did a graphic novel and then they made it into a show. My kid ah, loves next. the music is awesome in oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what was the one that I loved so much on HBO, Watchmen? That that was super strong, and I See, couldn't believe I liked that. Yeah, and honestly, and that's where I'm, now I'm kind of torn because I wouldn't have thought that you would have loved that, but yeah, I that one really was good. And that's another one where, you know, who knows when they're going to put out another season. Like, I used to get- They're I, not. I love um, uh, Westworld, but then they take so long in between seasons, like, you forget, where where are we, what's happening? Right. Yeah. They, so- yeah. I want to make a prediction about Ozark and then we'll move on from talking oh, about sorry, TV. Yeah. Um okay. I th- and don't tell me if I'm right. That's what I'm saying. You know, I I know you guys hate all the spoiling that I've done over the years, but I stopped doing that. You notice I've stopped spoiling things for you. I spoil things for, for myself. For those of you who don't know, Sean loves to research spoilers before like a movie comes out or a yeah. series is about to end. Totally ruined the ending of Sons of Anarchy for me. Thank you very much. And then you therefore pass it on to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've stopped doing that to you guys. I still spoil movies and stuff for myself because as I've told you, I like to see how they do it. I like to know what's coming and then see how they, you know, weave that tapestry. No, but, I want to be surprised. Well, with this, I I do want to be surprised because there's there's foreshadowing like in the first episode or two that he's making and don't don't tell me but i think he's making a lot of this up in his in his mind because of the thing with the prostitute in the car and then poof she's gone and reality is there and then we don't see any more of that that whole first season and now we're in the second season and crazy all kinds of crazy stuff is happening to that poor idiot and i'm thinking Hmm. At some point, he's going to snap out of a lot of this, and we're going to see what's real and what he's making up. But don't tell me if I'm right. You know, when we come back to this after I've watched the second and third seasons, I'll know whether I'm on the right track or not. Do, anyway. do you think it's like Dallas, where Bobby was in the shower? Oh, no. Hey, don't. Good point. The, Good the point. whole season was a dream. Uh, I don't know. Maybe don't they're know. all in a church waiting for him because he was really dead. Uh, there's this cool story out this week where you know how they have those little community libraries yeah. that are packed. Yeah, the little free library. And right now they are so packed you can't close the door on them. They're so full of books. I don't know what the deal is on that, but everyone I go past, they're just overflowing and dripping with books and magazines and stuff. 
right now there's a new thing coming out, the little community refrigerators. They're actually refrigerated? Yeah, they've got little... Uh, and, and therefore, you know, if somebody needs something, like if you... Yeah, I've seen like a food pantry like that where it has canned yeah. goods and things like dry goods in it. Yeah, There's a well, church near my house where they've got one of those big outdoor plastic um, storage bin kind of things. And they've got, you know, help yourself food. Yeah, this this is refrigerated. Like if you are, you know, you need milk or you need eggs or wow. whatever, it's in the little fridge. And it reminded me back in the day... My friend Scott lived over in the country club section of town, and people didn't know that they were already offering community fridges in their garages back in their carports back in the day <laughs> when they had their second refrigerator out in the carport. They didn't yes. know that they were offering that service to we children who were... So, so you would just go by somebody's house, and if they had a refrigerator that you could see that the garage was open or whatever, you'd just go help yourself? I'm not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Watch out. You're you're really pointing some fingers here. <laughs> you're kind of saying, saying that. He's saying allegedly that he knows some people who may or may not have done that. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. But you're so saying it. You know, they might have had some icy cold, tall glass bottle Coca Cola's in there, man. That could have been delicious. They, you know, there might have been. Uh, a can of beer occasionally in one of those back in the day. But in of a, course. In a garage fridge. And my sister's family has a garage fridge now. And they, it's out there, you know, and they have free roaming kids in the neighborhood too. But the difference between then and now is, you know what it is, don't you? Cameras. Ah, oh. Ring, ring doorbell <laughs> cam. Oh man, there was yeah. no fun anymore. I was on a walk the other day, and I wanted to mess with a house for some reason, <laughs> and immediately I knew I could not because of that. Not in a bad way, not like maliciously, but it's like I had a thought about something like, "Oh, I want to go do this to their house." Yeah, which you still can. sounds bad, but you yeah, can, like, <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna do? <laughs> like, tell us a little bit more because you're not gonna do it. You can't do it. So, what were you gonna do to their house? No, I think they were cons- like they, they were working on the driveway, and I wanted to go like investigate or something. It wasn't like a bad thing, but then I realized like, they, you know, hey, what are you doing out there? I had that happen one time. I went to go meet a neighbor, um, <laughs> and I knocked on their door, and it's like, hey, what, what, you know, what can I do for you? I'm out on the golf course, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Like oh, they I'll, were talking to you through the ring? Yes, which freaked Weird. me out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. But, <laughs> yeah, those cameras prevent... They've m- ruined everything. Many. Well, they prevent... Yeah, it's bad for some stuff, but, you know, there's not as well, much flaming bag of poop anymore. Yeah, so. that's that's true. I say they've ruined everything, but what they've done is they've prevented juvenile delinquency. Which was fun. <laughs> yeah. Going and ringing somebody's doorbell and running away was hilarious. It was, We yet- used to, oh, well, see, you guys don't know about this because you didn't grow up in Indiana, but one of our Halloween pranks, you know, you'd go TPing or whatever, we would go corning. And <laughs> what you do is when the corn that's out on the stalk, when it gets, when it dries and gets hard, yeah. then you would shuck a whole bunch of it and put it in a bag and you'd run up to people's houses and you'd get a handful of it and throw it at their front door. And especially if they had like a storm door, it would make this really yeah. loud noise. Then you'd run away. And, and like that was what we did for our Halloween pranks is we went corning. Those poor kids can't corn anymore. Uh, they don't know nothing about no corning. You know. 
Hey, what, what, what I would was your apparel? Oh. What What would you say was your corning wear? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most likely something black, but probably whatever we put on. I wore a white outfit with some nice blue flowers on it. It was real nice. <laughs> Cornflower. Mm. He's so adorable. Oh. Yeah, I would... I would straight up chase a, ch- a child right now if that happened because of my dogs. Like, you know, you, you can come oh, near my... yeah. Everyone starts barking, freaks everybody out. I'm like, is that when, when you realize you're old? Is that the point where yeah. it stops like, oh, yeah. you kids, to now it's like, Argh. Oh, yeah. That's like... Get off called, my lawn. When I called 911 on the kids ringing my doorbell at three in the morning a few years ago. That's <laughs> that's when I knew I was old. I was, <laughs> I was straight up furious and terrified. I mean, all at that's once. awfully late. Hey, has anybody in in real life has anybody seen that cinnamon toast crunch cinna dust at the store yet? Because I I haven't, and I need that in my life. No, I've had the cinnamon toast crunch creamer, which is delicious. Ew. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, the creamers are fine, but I haven't seen the dust. Uh, then again, I I don't. I guess that would be in the spice and seasoning section. I bet it? not. I bet it would no? be in with the cereal because it has to be placed correctly. You know, it would have to be on the cereal aisle for you to know what's going on. Wouldn't yeah. It? So is it basically just like cinnamon sugar? I think so. I Which think we it's the, already have. It's the stuff that's on there. But Look, you know, I'm different. the king. I'm the king of cinnamon toast, and I call it candied cinnamon toast because of the way I make it. And when I have my restaurant, when my restaurant is open. I'm going to sell an order of that for like six ninety five, but I'm wondering if the cinnamon dust is any kind of an improvement on my cinnamon sugar mix that I use. Could what's, it be? Can I ask what's so special about yours or is it a secret? Well, I'd probably have to show you. You'd probably have to eat it and, you know, you'd, you'd just be like your eyes roll back in your head and you'd swallow your tongue a little bit and mm-hmm. you faint. And then when you get up, you try to eat some more, and you faint again. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. It, it's yeah. so dangerously good. Do you have to sign a waiver before you <laughs> yeah. eat at the restaurant? Is your, secret, is your secret ingredient a, a, a rag that you put over your mouth and nose? <laughs> yeah. This is delicious. Here, sniff this rag. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no. I don't know what happened. You ate so much. <laughs> it's so good. The deal is, you know, the, the deal is the butter to cinnamon sugar ratio and the cooking of it to where all of that sugar you know bubbles up and it's just way too much i can't explain it so much as you have to try it so you put butter and cinnamon sugar on it and you stick it in the oven and you make it oh yeah like mine no only only you could take something that where the the ingredients like the recipe is in the name of cinnamon and sugar and and then turn it into something where there's some other step and involvement that makes complicated yeah yeah. it's all another world oh yeah man you can't believe how good it is there's no way now i want some cinnamon toast yeah don't you Yes. Yeah, I, I really did. I put a generous amount of butter and cinnamon yes. toast. It's oh, yeah. It. The butter is edge to edge. And you could either, like, you know, I keep softened butter in the house at all times. And I know that you you two both have mixed feelings about that. And I don't care. I don't care I what you it. think no, about my soft butter. I'm not against it at all. It's sitting in the cabinet right now. It's sitting in there thinking, hey, you scared of me? I don't care. That's weird. Yeah, no, see? it's not. It's great. It's not. Soft I'm butter. Not. Or if you don't have soft butter on hand, you can throw a little hunk in the microwave and get you some liquid butter and then you take that and just drizzle that all over just mop it in there man just get it all in there yo yeah, I, saw, I don't feel like that's the same though 
Yeah, yeah, it is. I saw a cool trick for softening your butter. Have you ever heard this? You throw a, like a pint glass or a yeah. measuring cup full of water into the microwave for like a minute or two minutes and then pour the water out, put that over the butter. Like put so the hot glass is sitting over the butter and that softens right. it. I've heard huh. of that. I've, I've never done it. Boom. Because it never works to st- no matter what the short time is that you put it in the microwave. Some of it always ends up melty. Oh, yeah. Sounds like. Sounds like witchcraft to me. I'm not fooling around with your crazy. <laughs> well, it does involve a, a pentagram and lots of Satan talk. But I mean, that's <laughs> just what I. Circle. Yeah, don't you worry about to, it. That's that's how I bake. <laughs> you got to bury some of your hair in a jar with some nails and scream at it. Excuse me. It's do you fine. have any chicken bones I can borrow? <laughs> so for the millennials out there, the biggest dating deal breaker right now in the world, if you're a millennial, is if you meet somebody. And they're carrying a plastic water bottle. Come really? on. Versus like a metal one? Yeah, if they're if they're not carrying a reusable oh, 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 water oh. bottle. Like a single use plastic single bottle. Single use plastics oh, yeah. are a dating deal breaker. If you're not a regular recycler, they don't want anything to do with you in this day and time. Is this just in the big cities or is this everywhere? I think it's everywhere with that age group. But on the other side of that story is, A, they won't date you if you don't recycle, but two, they say if they're single, they don't want to go on a date anyway. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? What do they want to do? I think they're doing it, man. I think they're chilling out. They're watching their Ozark. They're making their chicken salad. They're perfecting <laughs> their cinnamon toast. So they're just saying they'd <laughs> rather be alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they have to really make sure they advertise their knock you out amazing cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> <laughs> candied cinnamon toast candied Maddie, cinnamon get it correct toast. yeah good job good retention there thank you yeah you're doing real good <laughs> and I don't I don't understand this it's been on the news a lot this week this cooking fatigue because you know what that is that's spoiled rotten people who haven't had to cook. And they've had their their whole life made for them. And now that the world has changed a little bit, for now, this isn't the new normal. Things will be normal again. We'll be right back to rolling around and having a good time and kicking our feet up in the air and hooting and hollering. But for Mm -hmm. now, things have changed and you have to cook like big boys and girls and people don't know how to act. Yeah, people unlike you, people enjoy going out to restaurants and socializing with people and not being a gourmet chef in their own home. And... It's been tough because it's like you have to think of something every single day. It's like, oh, God, what now? What different way can I make the chicken? See, I get in trouble for trying new, too many new things. Like, why can't you just stick with the stuff we like? Because <laughs> I keep trying to mix it up because I don't like to eat the same thing over and over again. Yeah, but y'all do get into those patterns. And then, you yeah, know- but I try to I try to mix that up. Like, so I try to mix up something new in with, you know, the same couple hits you know you two have to understand number one you are the men doing most of the cooking in your house which is very unusual and number two both of you are very chef-like you love to try these frambe frappe poulet boopy dapity things that that normal people don't do that sounds interesting can you send me the recipe for the boop boops (laughs) i've got it right here it's like that's not normal and when you're not a person like I, I'll be quite honest with you. I don't enjoy cooking. The prep takes too long. The cleanup takes too long. The 
it, I just, I don't enjoy it. And so therefore it is a job every single day. Well, I'll tell you what you need to do. And this will, this will help you out for hire you to come cook in my house. I'm real busy right now, but <laughs> this will help you out for up to a week at the time. Both of you, both of you what? should do this. Get you a whole chicken <laughs> and roast it uh-huh. like it's Sunday. Put, uh-huh. put your rosemary on there, your olive oil, your garlic, your pepper, however you like it. You know, roast uh-huh. it like it's Sunday. Uh-huh. Get that thing real roasted down and loose and tender and juicy. Let it set up on the counter and hold its juice. Uh-huh. Then tear that all apart and run that through the food processor. Okay. And then I chop up. Fun. Chop up a whole bunch of celery, more celery than you think you need. Ugh, I would I say like probably, celery. well, listen to me, him. about two cups of celery, I bet. And then put all of that chicken and all that celery in a great big bowl. And then take your Duke's light mayonnaise okay. and don't, don't go too, too heavy on that. And then you're going to hit that with a little bit of Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt. Okay. And, that, and then uh, celery salt, a lot of cracked black pepper and uh, some kosher salt and mix that up real good and then you're set for a week boom you could have that every meal you could have that breakfast lunch dinner well that's Put, interesting yeah and then you're set uh, who would have ever thought of such a thing i, I don't, don't know. know some genius this some, <laughs> some good looking genius i think <laughs> it sounds like something no one's ever done before are we right. about t- are we at time yeah we good all right so final thought charlie go um um please someone come cook food in my house for me <laughs> maddie what you got uh all you need camping are pills <laughs> okay hey when we see you it'll be 32 bicky boo next time <laughs> bye. bye this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.